Before we get into this week's episode, we want to tell you a bit about our Patreon. So Patreon is a way that you can support creators with the things they are making uh, by signing up at different pledge levels. uh, And you can find us at patreon.com forward slash the fandom show. We have some awesome perks. You can get episodes two days early. You can get our nerds letter, which we put out monthly, or you can get our fan club patron exclusive podcast where we take the things that we are enjoying and do deep dives into them, tell you a bit more about who we are as people, and just let you in on a bit of the behind the scenes of this podcast. So if you want to join in, please head over to patreon.com forward slash the fandom show, but you are already doing the best support you can do for this podcast, which is listening. So thank you so much and please enjoy the episode. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Fandom Show, the podcast where we learn about fantastic fandoms by talking to our favorites about their favorites. I am Kaya Green. And I'm Stephanie Malley. And today we are talking about the game that for a very brief time during the pandemic became reality. We are talking about Animal Crossing. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Before we get into this, Steph, what do you know about Animal Crossing? I know it's kind of like Stardew Valley, but... The characters are little animals. They have islands. I assume there's crossing somewhere involved. I'm not sure. I don't actually know very much other than watching uh, the stream of our guest today. So uh, what do you know about it? Uh, Pretty much all the same stuff. Um, I know that you can get resources. You can trade them for bells. uh, You can buy stuff. And you can make things really customizable based on all the weird shit I've seen on the internet. I do also know one thing, which is that Elijah Wood invited people to his island during the pandemic or was like, come, I'll go to your island. Wait, Just what? tell me. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why happened? Anyways, you know who does know a lot about Animal Crossing? Oh, who? It's our guest, Alice Moran, who is a comedian, writer, and actor here in Toronto, uh, who can be seen on Man Seeking Women, uh, Sunnyside, and Shelved, as well as the upcoming feature film, Paige Darcy. Hello, Alice. Welcome. Hello. 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 How are you guys? We're oh, so good. good. How are you doing I'm today? very excited to be talking about this game that consumed me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I want to know what your origin story is with this game. Did you also fall into it in the pandemic, or did you play it beforehand? Uh, I played the first GameCube one, which actually, so the pa- the pandemic one, New Horizons, yes. I feel like is a lot of people's entry point, but I was also the right age for the original Animal Crossing, and I also had three brothers, and in the original, I mean, you can have multiple people in your island in New Horizons, but who lives with four people now? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Uh, so when I first played the first one, it was like my town was me and my three brothers, and they would ruin everything. No. And it was so, like, I would wake up in the morning and be like, what did you do? Did you time travel? <laughs> well, now we don't have Punchy in our village. And I would just freak out. Whereas, <laughs> like, New Horizons, this most recent one, uh, I had complete control, and it was both satisfying and deeply lonely. Oh, that must feel like a real adult moment, though. It's like when you get your first apartment on your own and you're like, wow, I did it. I'm on my own. It sure is quiet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of feeling? Yeah, yeah, but my island was perfect. Yay. Uh, so let's pretend someone listening, not anyone at this table, obviously, um, but someone has never heard of Animal Crossing. How would you explain it to someone? Um, you uh, move to a new place, and without any uh, money, you are allowed to purchase a home and pay it off over time by doing various chores and activities around your island. So it's a fantasy. It's yes. <laughs> yes. It is a fantasy where you can just have a home on credit. Oh wow. my God. Uh, and with the <laughs> assumption that over time you will make more money and be able to pay off this massive loan. Wow. That you, so you're just indebted to a raccoon. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
Uh, you, 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 uh, you. Uh, the most recent one, you're making your entire island perfect. You're making sure the perfect people live there and the aesthetic, the core. A lot of people are cottage core, fairy core. You get to decide the whole vibe of your island, and you get to fill up a museum and you get to invite your friends over to show them what you've done. And it's very, um, it's the most wholesome thing I've ever corrupted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you say invite people over to your island, you mean like quite literally other people playing the game, anyone playing the game can be invited to your island. Yes. Uh, in the original version, I believe you could do it with like memory cards and stuff, but you never end up doing it because it's a pain. But in this last one, it was online. So during the pandemic, it really became um, how my friends came and hung out with me. <laughs> and it was... Um, Weird. <laughs> like at the time, I remember this is great, and now when I look back on it, it's clearly um, um, me having a slow breakdown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we all lost the plot. <laughs> yeah, for a little yeah, while and there. that yeah, for I sure. feel like a lot of us lost the plot, specifically in Animal Crossing. Like I almost got into a fight with a like casual friend because they had a long rant about people who time travel in Animal Crossing, and I was furious. Wow. Wait, okay. I didn't even know you could time yeah, travel. Yeah, what's this time travel? Okay, so the game is in real time. So uh, when I go home, it will be Saturday at 4 o'clock. Uh, oh, wow, really? you can really? change the time in your Switch, which makes it, I can make it six months from now. So oh. if I wanted to have a winter core out, like island, I could just perpetually keep it November, December, January. Oh. Um, and by time traveling, like, let's say you've bought all of the items on your island that are for sale, you can just time travel to tomorrow and you can go back and forth as much as you want. Whoa. Uh, and it's deliberately left in the game by the creator because he wants people to be able to play the game how they want. But some people took a hard stance of being like, time travelers ruin the game for everyone. And my stance was, my island is sick, you're just salty that yours sucks. Oh. <laughs> oh. So if hard you time words. travel and other people don't whose islands you're going to, are you visiting their islands in the future? Like The game, so when you land in Animal Crossing Zoo Island, it says the local time. Okay. So I have Time travel to people and like local time is 2030, and it's like 2030. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you time travel to the future, and sometimes if someone's like caught out, they're like, Oh no, I, I didn't mean to time travel, I forgot, I was meant to reset it before you got here. But most people don't care. There are very few people who actually truly got mad, but that was kind of the magic about this in the pandemic is it made adults, myself included, play like children in a way where like you're breaking the rules. <laughs> Like, our friend Chris Wilson came to my island and was stealing my flowers. And when I found out, I lost my mind. <laughs> I was so mad because I had this perfect, like, orange, white, and blue, like, pattern. And Chris was just like, this is cool and I want it. So he just started digging up all of my flowers. Chris. Uh, and he knew because he was telling, like, Philippe and Anne, don't, don't, uh, don't tell Alice. Um, oh my and then God. when I was like losing my mind at him, Anne was just cackling and she's just like, I haven't experienced this since I was six. Like this is truly <laughs> six, like a six year old girl being like, this isn't how we play house, Christopher. Like that. <laughs> I was furious. Oh, oh my God. That's wonderful. Okay. Before we get too much into the weirdness, which we will come back oh, to, I'm of so what you can talk do, about this it. is an incredibly customizable game. Yes. Right? You can customize pretty much Anything? How does that work? Um, not really, actually. The game is very specific about what you can customize, and it has a finite amount of objects. So what makes the game really cool, as opposed to like The Sims, where there's mods and people really can do whatever they want. Oh, yeah, similar to Stardew, I guess. Yes. Yeah. You have to... Sp 
you have to create within the confines of this. And some things you can create custom patterns and designs, which is how I very recently made a Smirnoff ice to ice our friend <laughs> in Animal Crossing. Yeah, I really so wanted to get you to like, mention that somehow. Yeah. And like recently I was able to build an LCBO, but you can't enter it. Like, so there's like, there's so you built an LCBO? Yeah, so that animals could hang out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, given you didn't grow up in Ontario, that is the most Ontario-ass thing I, I've ever heard. I made my whole island Canada core. So it's just like oh various dirtbag pockets of Canada is what I wanted the aesthetic to be. Now I'm, I had a, some two people in a row came over to my island on stream and said, it's cute which was their way of saying it's not done, and now I'm having a full <gasps> freak out where I'm like, I have to redo the entire island. Oh, no. For those of you listening who do not live in Ontario or Canada, the LCBO is just our liquor stores. Yes, yeah, so it. my animals hang out in the parking lot of a liquor yeah, store. So that is, that is uh, I just need you all to know how unhinged that is. Yes, <laughs> and you can also get your animals to like learn like custom gradings and custom, like uh, oh, don't you knows, like things to put on the end of sentences. Uh -huh. So my animals all, when you go talk to them, they say, hey, can I bum a dart? <laughs> and they all call you your beauty like they're it's like horde kid and they're just hanging out in the parking lot of the LCBO asking to bum a dart Canada is a very diverse nation anyway <laughs> that is incredible and you know that's that's something that you you directly customize so you can customize how they talk you yeah. can give yourself your own name and your own appearance yeah right? you can really customize yourself and in this one they just sort of left out the concept of gender, which is really cool as compared to uh, previous ones. Like this one is just like, it does, you know when you start a game and it's like, are you a boy or a girl? Yeah. This one is just like, what's your hair look like? That's, That's nice. Which is I think the gentlest thing a game has ever done. It's yeah. like, live in whatever you want. You want to wear, you you, uh, you be whoever you want from day to day. Yeah, you're on an and island with a bunch of animals getting bells and shit. Yeah, I, th I love that they're like, and in this universe, whatever, live, live. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about yeah. it. That's nice, yeah. I like that. What do you think it is about this game that makes it so addictive? Um, well, this one came out, so the mo as someone who played all the previous ones, it's always been very fun to like the fantasy of you can redo your entire house yeah. whenever you feel like it. You can just be like, this is my new aesthetic and I'm gonna collect all the furniture that goes through this aesthetic and you can just change things around. But this most recent one came out I think at the exact moment we all realized the lockdown was going to be longer than mm. we had previously thought. It wasn't going to be two weeks, like they said. Yes, yeah. and then it became, and then there was online, so you could have friends over, and all of a sudden it became um, like something you could put hours and hours and hours of your time into, and your friends could come and see it. So you had something to talk to. I don't know if you remember when we were all out of things to talk about. Yeah, because yeah, we didn't it's like have so anything. your house. How's yeah. the temperature? How much have you been drinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas my Animal Crossing friends, it was like, you know, you get texts from Philippe in the morning being like, hey, what's the price of bell, uh, um, uh, turnips on your islands? Because so the way this is the turnip market, which is the stock market, S-T-A-L-K, the stock market. Oh, uh, ha, 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 very uh, good. And what it is on Sundays, you buy turnips for a price. And then every day of the week, it's a different price to sell them. And like, if you get to Saturday and the turnip prices are bad, you're in trouble. So you're messaging all your friends being like, hey, do you have a decent, I, I'm going to lose $60,000, 60,000 oh, bells if I don't sell these for at least $90 uh, oh. a turnip. So yeah. there's stock trading in yes. Animal Crossing? Yes. And so like if you, um, 
there were so there during the pandemic it would get crazy where someone would ha- be would have a price where you could sell your turnips for three hundred bucks a turnip, uh, and you would go onto Reddit and you'd be like, I will if you pay me real human money, you could come to my island. Like people <gasps> were doing things like that. People were selling villagers special items like Wait, selling villagers. Yeah, yeah like, hang on, it, what? Um, so. <sighs> There are some villagers that are considered, like most people consider S-tier. Uh, but everyone has their own S-tier villagers. And if you had certain villagers and you, uh, a villager was like, hey, I'm going to move out, um, that means anyone who comes to your island, if they go talk to them, they have the opportunity to be like, hey, come to my island instead. You can poach villagers? Yes. So oh. you, and a big part of the Animal Crossing is trying to get um, undesirable villagers to move off your island because you don't want them. A very NIMBY take. It on. is. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's very, very funny, though. But yeah. So people, like, really want to have specific villagers. And because especially if you have an entire vibe of your island, one bad villager ruins it. Right? Okay. So wait. Uh, bad villagers and good villagers. Yeah. Wh- which ones? Like, who's Ooh. your S tier? Oh, I love Teddy. He's a bear. Um, of course. Naturally. I love I love Ponchi, a little cat that looks baked. I love <laughs> Shep, a little dog who looks baked. Like there's a vibe to my I like look for the Canada core. Your Eric and Bam are both deer. They make sense. I don't want any all of the kangaroos are upsetting. That's, that's Wait, upsetting how? Upsetting because they don't fit the aesthetic or upsetting for a different more, more Australian because, reason? Because like the, 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 the this is going to make me sound like an asshole. The women kangaroo in particular have a tiny version of themselves in the pouch. Oh. And I don't like it. That's weird. Yes, and I realize that makes me sound like I hate single moms. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I hate people who carry around a tiny version of themselves. Yes, and also they're putting makeup on their baby to match their own face. Get out of here. Yeah, are they babies or are they tiny clones? It's not addressed, and they never say, oh, this is my baby. They just don't acknowledge the fact that there's a baby. Does oh, the baby oh, yeah, talk? That's or like, no. There's no, it's it's upsetting. That's upsetting. We don't want to do it, but even just the aesthetic of the kangaroos in general, not good. As compared to like the dogs or the cats, very, the very The penguins cute. are very the cute. The penguins are very cute. Uh, some people have mixed appealing, the, sh- uh, the sheep, some of them are good, but a lot of them have like bad color palettes. Un- yeah, and unacceptable. bad attitudes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you had to. I have You were to. legally obligated yeah. to. Yeah. The octopuses are gross. I don't like them. I don't <laughs> like their sucky little mouths. Wait, oh. do, do they have, like, bodies and legs? Like, yeah. how are you? But, like, is their head the octopus Yeah, their head is the body? octopus, and then they have, like, these long, like, kind of sucker lips. And I, oh. oh, That's unfortunate. No. And also not really true of octopus. No, Octopi? it's it's weird. Yeah. It's, 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 it's unnerving. <laughs> <laughs> and it simply does not go with the aesthetic of my island. They they are not approved. I accidentally yep. had a villager move in that I didn't want recently. Upsetting. How do you how do you stop that from happening? Uh, you have to find you you have to go and find a new villager before one just auto fills in. Okay. So you can go. You can take uh, you can t- take a trip to a, a neighboring island, and they'll just be like one random uh, villager camping, and you go it, villager hunting, which is you just keep going to island to island to island until you find someone acceptable. And are all the islands like owned by people? No. So okay. the islands are owned by people if they're somebody else's game. Um, but, uh, and so you can only poach someone from another town is if that, if the player, player who owns the island has gotten that villager to agree to leave. Oh, okay. Uh, Cause I was imagining a like chaotic world in which you were constantly raiding other people's villages for <laughs> oh, their villagers. Oh, I would never let Chris come to my island. <laughs> I don't trust him. And he would take Teddy, who was one of my OG villagers. I'm like, do not take my bears. Do not. Oh my yeah. gosh. So is there like a win scenario for this game or is it just forever 
um, islanders coming to your island and building your island. Well, the game technically ends when you pay off your mortgage. <laughs> Great. I mean, I think Great. that's how life ends, yeah. right? When right? you pay, when pay, you pay off your mortgage. <laughs> but it, it's not meant to really end. It's meant to just go on and on and on. Right. And like change with you. Uh, and they were, they were releasing DLC for a very long time. Now, they said they were going to release it a lot longer, but I think what happened was they realized everyone in the world is playing this game. We need to release everything in a shorter window, and yeah. they did, and now they're just... Right, now they're out of it. Yes, and yeah. so I think a game that they thought was going to have a longer... I mean, it has a very ridiculous shelf life. Like, on Twitch, there are a lot of people who exclusively still play Animal Crossing, um, but they are not close to developing a new one, so... Why, right, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, it, the fandom is nervous. Right, interesting. So, um, obviously, now that people are able to leave their houses more, do you, do you still see, like... Do you find that the discourse around it and that it's still very active, or is it kind of a passive uh, I mean, it, game it, at this point? It was at a certain point that all my friends were still playing it, and now I, I think the only time people visit is other streamers will visit me playing on right. Animal Crossing. Um, and I, actually, I didn't play for like a year, because at a certain point, I couldn't go back to my island without it like triggering the, this is April 2020. Like, Of oh, course. Oh, boy. It, that makes so much sense. Yeah, so like part of me redoing it is also like deconstructing this part of my life. Um, it's very odd. It's very, like, the game, like, this Animal Crossing New Horizons is the pandemic for me. Yeah. Like, it is where all of my mental energy went to, as opposed to, like, some of my friends created YouTube channels or did things with their lives. And, like, all I have to show for the pandemic is that I built a hockey rink in Animal Crossing. Like, I mean, I think that's pretty great. It's pretty wild. Um, <laughs> but it, it's not something that I can be like, oh, I made my life better. I just, like, <laughs> it's just, like, a very clear, like, hundreds of hours of a breakdown. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't make my life better either, if it helps. Yeah. I mean, like, I wish I had been somebody who had bettered themselves in the pandemic, but I did not. I think not all of life is about creating hobbies and busy work for yourself. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to exist and be creative, you know? And that's, if you want to do that, you could hop on this game tonight and be obsessed with it, I think. Amazing. Oh, it, my God. Yeah. So we know you've done some wild stuff on your island. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've done, and what's the weirdest thing you've seen other people do? Um... The weirdest thing I've done is um, uh, Anne, Philippe, Anne and Philippe came over to my island while we were waiting for Mark Andrada to come. Just to quickly intercede, there are uh, you will know Anne and Philippe from our BTS and Pokemon episodes, uh, respectively. Yeah. Yes. Um, they came over, and we went, and we just, like, stood on the dock, and we talked about life. Oh. And, like, we were like, this is so Dawson's Creek. But, like, so it was, like, it was simultaneously a joke but also not a joke. Yeah. Like you could a, see what was happening, but it was yeah. also happening authentically. Yeah, and then, and then uh, like, when Mark got there, we were like, Anne and Philippe should get married, and then we made Anne and Philippe get married in the Butterfly Observatory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and neither of them had any, like, no, this is weird. They were just like, yes, this is what we... Like, it was very... It genuinely felt like being a small child playing again, because it was just, Anne and Philippe are getting married now. Hooray! And Mark is like, I'm going to be the priest. And I was like, I'm going to be a maid of honor. It was just that level of wow. genuine... And we were excited to do it. It's like fun, like because I do remember this wedding. I remember seeing it, and be like, uh, "What is happening on this island? I do not have this game." Oh my gosh! Yes, it was, uh, uh, and then uh, maybe slightly weirder for me actually. Now that I remember this one, this is so you can give animals 
things to wear and they will wear them. So when everyone was coming over, I was like, what's the funniest thing I could do? And so I gave every single animal on my island a full cop uniform. (laughs) (laughs) What? When you come to my island, no matter where you went, there was just like a heavy police force. But then 2020 took a turn and I suddenly had to get the police off my island. You had to defund the police on your island? (laughs) And then like I have gotten complaints because other... Because sometimes a villager moves to a friend's island, I have gotten pl- complaints that the police are still on other animals' islands. <laughs> 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 Alice, you play games the right way. I mean, I, I love the way you play video games. It's so chaotic and so fun. Well, I just feel like there was a point where we're just trying to make each other laugh and trying to find like. <sighs> Anne Purnell wrote All Lives Matter on my town message board, and I didn't notice for literally two months, and everyone else would come to my board, and it would just said that. No. And and they were all having a good little laugh about it behind my back, and like, we punked Alice, she didn't notice. That's pretty funny. Oh it was God. very funny. And when I found it, I think I left it on there. I was like, at this point, I think I have to. It's <laughs> been too much. Everyone's yeah. read it. I no, mean, it's too late. They it's, earned it. It's <laughs> Freddie Reeves came over and now thinks awful of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. What are some of the stuff you've seen on these other, like, when you're playing with all these people, what are their islands like? Like, obviously, ooh, you all get to ooh, customize. Ooh. Um, one of my favorite Twitch streamers, uh, I'll give him a shout out. He's Lol Cody Bond. Okay. He has created, uh, so his. He named his town Fartbutt. He Perfect. Very, yeah. Incredible. And yep. now he's making a real housewives of Fartbutt. What? He's going and finding the most sleigh queen um, animals and building them very custom homes and, like, put cameras all over the island and created, like, a salon and a vineyard and, like, all of the places that real housewives would fight. And it's so funny and it's like satisfying to watch. Like and it, there's like the talking through what this, like this this villager he's decided isn't an MLM. And oh my god! <laughs> and this one owns a salon, and this one is a realtor. Like it's just so funny to watch other people's version of play is very very satisfying. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, because when people go off the rails with this game, they truly go nuts. Yeah, oh no kidding. God. Because you could just do kind of anything, so your imagination can kind of run wild. Yeah. Right? So if you if you two decided we were playing tonight, and you're like, "What's the vibe going to be?" It's it's a negotiation between the two of you. Of what what do we think is possible? And yeah. is a lot of possibilities. Like a lot of people just want pretty islands and they make like beautiful, cute designs, and then other people just go, "What's nightmare fuel?" Oh, <laughs> like us in our Stardew cult. Yes, yes, exactly. For, Stardew Valley cult. For those who heard the Stardew Valley episode, Alice was involved in our in our terrifying. She was blood the one cult. with the demon baby. Yeah, yeah. Blood for the blood god. Blood, blood for, for the blood, blood god. god. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at one point, Anne and Philippe were over, and we were all standing in Stonehenge trying to summon the moon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you play games right. That is the way. That yeah, is the so way. So like, it's just, it's truly like a, you go home. You're like, I want to make a Buffy core island, and then trying to figure out how what object would become Buffy core. I, I feel I like just bought the game. This, this is where you hear that <laughs> Simpsons sound effect of me running out the door in a car starting. <laughs> because I, I think if you like open TikTok right now and you typed in Buffy core Island, something would probably, someone at this point has done it. And then you get very competitive and you're like, 
I could do, I could do a better Buffy Core yeah. Island. Like that villager should not be on a Buffy Core Island. Get out of here. Oh my god. This it reminds me so much of like being a kid and playing roller coaster tycoon and being like, yes. I am going to make a like at the time Harry Potter was the the big thing. So I was like, I'm gonna make a Harry Potter theme park and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And there are people who built like I there's another streamer I was watching who's making a Shrek Core Island. What? And it's so funny. What? Oh my god. Yeah. Like you can just get as weird with it as you wanna get. Um, the real sleigh queens of Fart Butt Island, they go to Subway Sandwiches. Like, it's what? just... What you... <laughs> yeah, the, the limit is your own creativity, and I think some people are mad, like, oh, why can't I have this object? I prefer that there's a limited amount of things because then it gives you, like, okay, how do I do this with that, and can I do this? There are some things I c- wish I could build that I can't, but like ultimately... Uh, I really wanted to build a grain elevator. What? What? Oh, just for the Canadian? Yeah, I wanted, oh, no. I wanted to make I wanted to make all of the prairies just be a bunch of wheat and a grain elevator. How big is your island? Like how how much That's how many buildings can you put on this island? Your Very good question. It's fairly large. I don't know how to describe like, it. Like Toronto Island's big or like Yeah, it's more like a square kind of pattern. Okay. I would say you have a, like you have to have 10 different villager house, houses plus your town square. Plus your shop, your your tailor shop, and your museum. And then you have enough for, like, a significant more chunk of space to do more creative pursuits. Okay. Cool. Okay. Now, how does, you th- how does Animal Crossing stack against games like The Sims or, like, Stardew Valley? Because they all are kind of, like, world building. What do you think sets this one apart? Um... Uh, in a way that it's a little bit more limited than the other two. Interesting. Um, and a little bit more, like, forced gentle. Uh, where Stardew Valley, the game, and, and The Sims, both Stardew has darkness built into it. Yeah. And um, The Sims is just like, do whatever you want, make it how dark, whatever. Yeah, very blank slate. Uh, Nintendo is not known for dark in games. No. Yeah, Other than like, Legend of Zelda aside, for the most part, they very much try to keep things very positive and sweet. And so this one uh, has like a like limitations on you can't say certain words and things like that. Although I was able to name my island Puss Town. So, <laughs> um, so there are like limitations. Fair, cats deserve their own town too. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think that's why I'm allowed to say Puss Town. So like trying to figure out what you, you're allowed to do and what you're allowed to build uh, is very um, fun because it feels a little bit like like, don't wake daddy. Like, yeah, right. Like, don't get in trouble with Nintendo. Like, what can you get away with in this game is sort of how most adults, um, um, that, that's actually, I feel like a lot of adults are like, no, I want my island to be gentle and sweet. Uh, but most of the people I watch and that I've played with are, <laughs> are like, how can I make this a fucked end of sin? <laughs> I mean, it does, it, like, that's a huge thing with creativity is, like, you give somebody unlimited uh, options and people will freeze, but you give them a box to play in. Yeah, it's and, a sandbox. Yeah, yeah, it's like you can't go past these lines and you're like, well, watch me try, yeah. you know? Yeah, so the, because the game is, like, designed for the average 10-year-old, you are, <laughs> you as an adult playing it are like, okay, I'm gonna make a bar, like, cause I can. And yep. I'm gonna see how I can create the most bar bar, even though they have drinks that, like, they have drinks that look like maybe possibly mixed drinks, but they don't have just like a fucking beer. Right. Mm. Um, so you, I, you have to go make a beer. But then there are some places where the game is winking at the fact that there's a box you can make. Uh, and you can customize the designs that go in the box. And one of the default ones is this peach design that I'm like, that's not a peach. That is straight up just a butt. And they know, they know what they done did here. 
Um, yeah, so there's like very little darkness in the game other than there was a tweet very early pandemic where somebody pointed out that in the airport, there is a no liquid sign, which would imply that what? 9-11 happened. In oh, my God. <laughs> now, I don't think the developers thought about that. I don't think so either. But it's very funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that was not a pre-9-11 thing. No. no. You could do whatever on an airplane. No, oh. I just think it's people who didn't really think about why we have that sign in the airport now. That is, <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the game is so wholesome that part of the game is, like, how unwholesome can I be? How can how can we corrupt it? Yeah, yeah, yeah and that makes funny. it very fun, as opposed to starting, which is naturally sort of, like, more dark. A yeah. little weird. A bit yeah. twisted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you find, like, the, the fandom community like? Like, you're, you stream Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Do you get to engage a bunch with people who come because they love Animal Crossing? Yes. Uh, I would say, like, it's a... Largely, like, it's maybe, like, one of the more... I've talked to a couple of streamers about this, about how it's, like, maybe the gentlest fandom where everyone's, like, so lovely and supportive and the community is very, like... Even if they're doing pervy things on their island, they're, like, very sweet, kind people who would never do... Like, as opposed to other uh, games where, like, people will come into your streams and they're aggressive and mean and, like, telling you what to do. You really can't tell anyone what to do in Animal Crossing. You can suggest things. Right. Like, hey, this might be a good way to do it, but it's... Someone else's creativity. So, yeah, the people who continue to watch and play this game are sort of gentler souls, I would say. Right. Is there, like, an optimization element of it? Because I know, like, sort of, and sorry to keep coming back to Stardew, it's just the one I know the best, but, like, I know there's an optimization element in Stardew where people can get very, like, this is how you get the most out of everything. Does that exist in Animal Crossing? Yeah, you could absolutely uh, do... um, like make a like a perfect how you make a ton of money, but then like there's also people who've just broken the game so that you can go uh, to what are called treasure islands, whereas somebody has gotten like all of the objects on an island and you can just go get from their island. Whoa! Uh, go get infinite money from their island. Go get infinite anything. Go get very specific items that you need to build that would normally cost you three hundred thousand bells. Like right. That's yeah. nice. So there's just the, the community just seems to be like, hey, we don't want anyone to have limits on their creativity because they don't know how to optimize and. Like have uh, starfruit wine. That's Aww. nice. Yeah, that's so nice. Because there does feel like in these games sometimes you get to a point where you're like, man, I don't want to do this for six hours just so I can get a freaking barn or whatever. Like, yeah. So if you downloaded Stardew today and you didn't really want to go through like a bunch of bullshit, the second you can go to the airport, you could go to a treasure island and just get every object you wanted to. No, I think that would remove part of the learning curve of the game. So I yeah. wouldn't recommend that play. Yeah, yeah. But if you were doing another playthrough yes. and you were just like, okay, in this one, I kind of don't want to worry about money because that's I've done that part. Yes. Um, yeah, for instance, I'm going to redo my island. I'm absolutely going to go to Treasure Island because I do not feel like making a bunch of money. Yeah, starting I've from scratch. I've done it. I'm yeah. tired. Been there. Yeah. 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 I would rather spend my bells on important things, like <laughs> psychic readings. <laughs> is that Sorry, a thing what? you can do? <laughs> oh, you can go talk to a psychic. Does Is it real? Does it work? Uh, no. The psychic <laughs> told me to bet a lot of money, and then I did that on a hockey game, and it didn't work out in my favor. So I'm going to say... She's not a good psychic. Okay. Fake psychic. That's and, some Miss Cleo bullshit. Yeah. But, you know, you can do things. You can go get coffee, and it's weird. That's a newer thing. And the Brewster, the guy who owns the coffee shop, says, he's a pigeon. And he goes, would you like pigeon milk in that? And That's I'm like, just poo. What? No. What? No. Yeah, and no, but like, then it implies no. he milks himself. Yeah. I, oh. It's, a, it's an uncomfortable question to be asked. <laughs> it feels... Loaded. It feels like the beginning of a porn. Well, yeah, because imagine going to a, co- a coffee shop and being like, um, and for milk options, we have cow, almond, and human. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't want it. No. Yeah. So this is like, but I spend my money on, I, Philippe came over to my island and you can sit for coffee and because Philippe sat first, he got to order and then they said, would you like to pay or is this being split? And Philippe, Split the bill. And oh my god! So funny <laughs> that he wouldn't believe thing to do. <laughs> that Philippe wouldn't buy me a coffee at Animal Crossing is so. Oh funny. my god! That's the Philippeest thing that I've ever heard in my absolutely life. Absolutely amazing. But the idea that a game would program stuff like that in is so funny. Like, yeah. Who made that choice? But it's just like such a like obviously yeah you should like you shouldn't be able to assume someone's going to buy you a drink so. The game is like, <laughs> you can decide. That's so funny. Uh, do you have any tips for people who are hearing this and like, man, I got I to gotta get on these islands? Yeah, where do I start? Okay, my first thing is like, I wouldn't get too deep in the weeds of like what other people are doing and watch a bunch of TikToks about how to do speed builds or how to make like a fairy core island. I would first just go in and be like, okay, what can I do just off the top of my head? Because I think... Um, if you get too into what other people are doing, you're not going to discover the things that only you would come up with, which is the joy. The LCBO on my island is the thing that when people come now, they're like, how in the hell <laughs> is this here? Um, and if I had just gone and been like, look, liquor store, it wouldn't be what it is. It's yeah. truly like I had to figure some stuff out to build this. Uh, like, so were there challenges in that? Like, I, how did you, you manage it? You had to do it? terraforming, and you have to, what? like, make custom art. And I had to do the, the LCBO logo is two separate panels. It's it's a rigmarole. It took a long time to figure out. And then I had to make custom bottles. The, the, the storefront window has all these custom oh, oh bottles. The problem solving of that is so fun. Yes. And then there's things you can do. Like, there's a, um, it's called AC Pattern Maker. And you can, like... Basically take any image and it'll turn it into patterns for you that you can download, which is how I have, like, a giant six-panel art of sexy Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> or one of my animals' house themes is the wedding of Celine Dion, and it has a six-panel <laughs> Celine Dion and her wedding dress art in the middle of the house. Oh, you my God. You put up art? Yes. Oh, my what? God. Yes. And then one of my islanders, the theme is Women of Canadian Song. And so it's just, like, different albums. Like, here's Fifi Dobson. Here's Shania. Here's Avril. Um, so you, you, this is all what I wanted to do. And if I went and got to in the weeds of what other people, then you're comparing and you're not creating. Then you'll so, never get Sarah McLaughlin. Yes, I do have Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, you had, you had better. Yes, I absolutely. I have One of the premium women in song. The women of song. Um, but yeah, so you, I think I, if I, if I were brand new to the game, I would suggest like, don't go look at what other people are doing until you get to the point where you're like, I don't know what to do anymore. Then go get inspired by other people. But your first playthrough should just be, okay, I'm going to do this and I don't know if this is good and I'm not going to compare. I'm just going to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just get that like pure kid play. Yeah. Pure like, oh my God, I got this castle gate. What can I do with it? Yeah. Ooh. Amazing. That's fun. Okay. So uh, outside of that, like, are there other streamers that you watch that you love? Um... Oh, gosh, that stream Animal Crossing? Uh, sometimes I watch Invader V. Um, her island is very, like, beautiful. And I, honestly, my favorite part of watching V is V uh, going into her closet and trying to pick an outfit out of Animal Crossing that matches her real-life outfit. Ah, that's so it's funny. super fun. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, McMeezy is another, I think, Toronto, at least another Canadian streamer who just is, like, again, like, gentle fun on the island and, like, today we're going to do this, today we're going to do that. It's very it's very easy to come up with, like, today I'm going to do something different on my island. Like, one day you're working on designing it, and the other day you're like, okay, we're setting a trap for Philippe. 
which I did on stream. It's like, I have built a trap so the next time Philippe comes over, he's going to get caught. <laughs> how does it, like, how? So there's an how? item. There's an item. Oh, Philippe, you're not allowed to listen to this. There's an item. There's a Mario green pipe that if you jump in uh-huh. it, it takes you to a different place. And you can set up wherever it takes you to. So that you could, this is supposed to be for getting around your island faster. Uh-huh. Yep. I have set one up on a hill with a sign that says, don't. <laughs> the sign next to it just says, don't. <laughs> Philippe will absolutely go down I mean, pipe. I had Invader V came over, and they, you see the sign that says, don't. And obviously, you're like, I'm going to do this. You have to. And when you jump down it, it takes you to a room where all that's playing is the sound of cheering. And oh, there's a no. little note that says, you got iced next to a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my God. You were warned. Yeah, it said, don't. You, you cannot possibly be mad at me at this point. Yeah. I was, so, Vader V came over at just the moment of, no, no, this didn't, no. Why? Oh my God. Like, that's the way you play this game, is you're just trying to create something different and original every time you play. So, it's very, very satisfying. Oh my God. That's incredible. You play games correct. This is the best way to I play I mean, any game. of the Cozy Core games, I feel like if, they have, if there's a sandbox element, my immediate brain is, how can I screw my friends? How over? can I prank my friends? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, we've talked about a lot of things, but what would you say of all the things that you've done in relation to this fandom? What is the nerdiest? What is the nerdiest? I mean, I feel like building, uh, when sports were gone, I built both um, a baseball diamond with, like, Jay's merch next to it. What? And then I built an entire Edmonton Oilers, like, hockey rink, and then, like, gave, uh, put in the, the clothing shop, you can make custom designs and your villagers will wear them. So I put all these Oilers jerseys in there. So all of my villagers are running around saying, oh, hey, bud, in their oh, Oilers jerseys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, that was me having a slow breakdown oh <laughs> of missing sports. Um, but in such a fun way. Yeah. So that's probably the, like, the super nerdiest was build, like figuring out how to build a hockey rink. Was it very difficult? Yes, I had to, it's several custom designs. Like really? it's all, I looked to see if anyone had done it and I saw one guy who had done it, and I was like, I don't think that's good enough. How long did it take you? Uh, like three days in Shit. real life. Because I built it, and it wasn't good enough. And then I built it again, and it was pretty good, but I knew how I could do it better. Oh. So I did it all again. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, but now you love it. It's now really good, and I'm very frustrated that I have to move it if I'm going to redo my whole life. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Because it took quite a long Oh my brutal. god. Brutal. Brutal. But oh. worth it? But worth it? So great. So great. Wonderful. And, and then the other nerdiest thing is recently I made a house that's a tribute to Brendan Fraser and the Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> a whole house? Yes. An animal lives in a house as a tribute to Brendan Fraser and the Mummy. Oh my god, when this is over, I just want you to go on stream and just show us oh, your island. I will happily give you a tour. Oh my god. Absolutely. I want it. Yes, please. All right. We are jumping into hot takes. Uh, this first one I'm gonna throw out is from friend of the podcast. Uh, was on the podcast for Bluey Kinley Mockery who says, K.K. Slider is one of the hottest video game characters of all time. Thanks for keeping it thirsty, Kenley. Uh, keeping it nice and thirsty. Um, yeah, in the Smasher Pass of Animal Crossing, 100%. <laughs> K-K so who's K.K. Slider? K.K. Slider is this, this dog with uh, Eugene Levy-ass eyebrows <laughs> uh, that comes to your island every Saturday and like plays music and gives you music that you can take home and put in your house. And so there's only one musician in all of Animal Crossing. All music is by KK Slider. What? And he has every genre. He oh. has like KK ska, 
like every yes, genre you I can think of. I remember seeing these albums watching your stream. Yeah. Oh my and god. And so KK Slider, if you yeah, I feel like he's probably up there for the smashest of smash. <laughs> Some people hate KK Slider. I don't get it. Who's your top three smash and top three pass? Uh, I think Bam is smash. Okay. KK is smash. Um. Oh, now I'm trying to decide between the two dodos who work at the airport. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. I assume you mean literal dodos. Yeah, they're dodos. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, either of the dodos from the airport. Um, both, both smashes? Both smashes. Yeah. Uh, like, one has got, like, a more masculine energy, and the other one's, like, a little chubby, and I'm like, mm. Little dad bod? I'm okay with dad body, dodo. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone who's a hard pass? Uh, I assume the kangaroos. <laughs> Any kangaroo in the game is a pass. Um... I can't stand the captain. Actually, I don't like I don't like a lot of the frogs. Honestly, I hope this doesn't make me sound horrible, but the frogs pass. Alice hates French people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any frogs that I like their vibe. I think they have bad vibes. Bad vibes. All right, all right, bad vibes. Um, okay, how about this one? Um, the game, uh, I think, was only as successful as it was because of the pandemic. Ooh, interesting. I mean, there was a very large fandom before, but I think the game reached a wider base. So I, th I don't think, I think that's probably accurate. Yeah. Uh, and it had more uh, cultural relevance. Right. I think yeah. it would have stayed in the the same camp of like a Stardew Valley or a Story of Seasons or another cozy game because it kind of already lived there. But when it became an ability to socialize, like there were people doing improv shows in Animal Crossing. What? Which, you know, when improv has popped up that something has mutated past us. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> Chris Wilson really wanted to do it, and I was like, no. I, I shan't, and I short. I, I assume you can't talk in-game. Like, you're doing it over Discord or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you can't talk in-game, except you have different emotions you can show off, and oh. you can, like, type something, but it takes forever, and it'll pop up over your head. Um, so it's not really fast enough to do anything really cool in-game. You'd have to have microphone set up. Right, so if you were doing a disc, uh, you'd have to do a Discord where you were all on mic and anybody could go into that Discord. And yeah, and you put, it, put it on Twitch. Twitch, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, that makes to my improv show and like in real life, no one would come. <laughs> yeah. We all do improv all do and improv, improv is great. Improv anyway, is fun. Um, is it, is, so it's kind of like an Among Us, like how Among Us was like out for two years or something and, and no one played cared. it until the pandemic showed up. And I mean, it was like, oh, we can socialize this way. Yeah, I definitely think it, it's timing coming out was people who otherwise wouldn't have played it, played it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That makes sense. Okay. This one is Wild World has the best music hands down. He he. I don't remember. It says he he in it's, the take. It's okay, important to I, add the he he. I, feel. <laughs> I, sh I, I accidentally copied I, the he he. I don't really. So I really very clearly remembered the first Animal Crossing, and then like I know I played Wild World, and I know I played New Leaf, but in my brain they're like melded and mostly lost because they were. I was an adult playing them less, mm. um, so I can't comment on that. <laughs> Fair. Okay, this one I need context for because I don't I don't know the game, but I feel like you will help give me context. Uh, most of the people who think Tom Nook is an evil capitalist are the ones who want their villagers to be mean to them again because they think it makes their dialogue more interesting. What does this sentence mean? Okay, <laughs> okay so in previous games, there were some villagers who were very mean. Really? Yeah, they were like spicy drag brunch. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a that's certainly a genre of mean. Uh, like especially, I think there was like there were some guys who were just I would describe as like crunchy and some straight up like mean girl villagers. Really? And I've seen somebody play uh, the original one on Twitch, like a clip of them playing on Twitch, and one of them said something that it, like 
you wouldn't say anymore um, in regards to how intelligent a person is. They used words you wouldn't oh. use. Oh, no. And, like, it's it's a little shocking, but also, like, yeah, there used to be villagers who were just a little be like, you're a dumb idiot. I hate you. <laughs> like, you're welcome for me being in your terrible town. Like, there were some villagers who had that vibe. So I think when some, like, a lot of people, like, rip on Tom Nook for being this, like, you, when you pay off your mortgage, you'll be like, hey, do you, I, I immediately give you another mortgage because I'm going to make your house bigger. So he just kind of keeps you perpetually indebted to him. Um, okay. So Predatory that, lending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like the people who, I think this, this, this is a very complicated two-take two smash together. So I guess they're saying, like, people who hate that element of the game are also the people who are nostalgic for when mean people could be in the game. <laughs> okay. 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 How do you feel about Tom Nook in general? Because I know he is controversial uh, I think he's as funny. a character. I think it's just the funniest thing because he's, like, the only animal in the entire village that is concerned with money. Yeah, because he's he is also the shopkeeper, right? Uh, in this game, no, his sons work. Oh, Timmy oh. and Tommy run the shop. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, and Tom Nook is at like services. So Tom Nook has brought you to this island, and you are kind of like the mayor of the island. <laughs> and okay. it's your job to make the island's vibes good. That's your job. Okay. No one else has that job but you. It's just vibes the game. Yes. Yeah. Like, you have to decide the vibes, but you have certain things you have to do to make your island a five-star island. Oh, like what? Uh, you have to have a certain amount of trees. You have to have a certain amount of villagers. You have to have a certain amount of, like, decor outside. Okay. You have to have, like, a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. And all you get for it is special flowers that kind of suck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an <laughs> underwhelming thing. Are those the flowers that Chris stole? No, he was just taking my hybrids. And I was like, I took, it took forever. You have to, have, like, breed flowers to get certain colors of flowers. And oh. I was like, how dare you take my lilies, my orange and blue. Like, get out of here. I will kill you. <laughs> Uh, okay, this one is, do people who like the design aspect even like the design aspect, or are we caught in a perpetual loop of being unsatisfied with our islands? Whoa, someone's having an existential crisis. Yeah, man. I mean, I was satisfied with my island for like a year and a half, and that's why I stopped playing. I was like, I'm done. Uh, and then 2.0 came out and it released a whole bunch of new objects, and suddenly my island was no longer impressive, and that's kind of what brought me back into playing is the idea that I wasn't the best anymore. Like, when we were playing this originally, I had the best island. My island was the coolest. It had the most original stuff. And then all this new stuff is released, and I was suddenly behind. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I feel like there is a point where I am satisfied with my island, and I'll be like, I'm done. This is it, and I have right. to move on. It does finish. It's not a yeah. constant forward momentum. I mean, you could, like, the only way that I think you could get in that constant... Um, I'm not satisfied with my island is if you're constantly comparing to others and saying, well, they have this, and I don't have that. Like... Yeah, I could look TikTok. at Yeah, you could look at a Shrek core island and be like, "This is so much cooler than my island." But then, like, your island has its own charm. Yeah, there should be a point where you are satisfied. Yeah, love yourself, y'all. Decide <laughs> on your vibe and commit. Could okay. we build a Hobbiton? Yes. Kaya, we have to go home. Okay. We have to um, buy this game. I have to know though, just out of curiosity, if you had to guess what our island vibes would be, what what do you think it would be? Okay. Well. I know Stoof just said Hobbiton. We, but can't, I think we can't use that one. The other one I feel like Too there's easy. a lot of very good, um, you could make a very good Sailor Moon Island. Tell Definitely. me more. Like you could do like different routes. You could either just have like the vibes of Sailor Moon or you could try to make like that specific 90s Tokyo vibe. Whoa. Um, That's a vibe. A lot of people have city core islands and a lot of people have built like very specific Tokyo city core islands. So it's I feel like 
that's an aesthetic. Okay. Is yeah. this where the core thing came from? I mean, I don't. Or is that just applied to it? It's just very much applied. To oh, okay, like, got, I it, got it. Got people it. People had their different like norm, like norm core aesthetics, but I feel like the the proliferation of the phrase cottage core. Yes. Uh, especially people who are like, that actually isn't what cottage core is. It drives me crazy. Y'all have never even been to Ontario. Yeah. yeah. They don't know cottage. Yeah. It's plaid. It's all plaid. Yes, which is part of my island. I, all the animals were plaid. Uh, and or denim. That's much more mismatched core. than you are saying it is. How many handkerchiefs are you wearing? That's but, right. But How many things have moose on them? But like, I feel like, and I also already said, I feel like you could make a decent Buffy Core Island. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a lot of occult-ish items. Ooh, really? Ooh. Yeah, so you could definitely, I've seen people who have very murdery islands, so oh. I feel like you could definitely make more on the vampire side of murder. And you could also, like, get your villagers to dress like vampires. Ooh. Or, like, very 90s, if yeah. you wanted. I mean, you gotta combine them, and that's Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I feel like the two of you together maybe creating some sort of, um... 90s magical girl island could be the aesthetic. I do feel like that would be us all over, yeah. That or we'd just try to recreate yellow jackets. Oh, you could you could do that. <laughs> that uh, I mean, there's too many cabins, but yes, murdery. <laughs> murdery, yeah, you could just, That's like murder cottage core yeah, is what murder that is. Yeah. <laughs> but you could absolutely, like, especially because in the most recent one, you can redo the exteriors and inter- interiors of other villagers' homes. So you could absolutely make a very hobbity island. Oh, my God. Oh, very so the Shire. Neat. Oh, oh, I want it. Oh, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. Well, what? there go our plans for yep. tonight. Well, yeah, sorry, outside. It's very gentle, and you can come over to my island, and I'll give you things. Oh, That's also part of the, like, if you come to people's islands, people generally bring gifts for one another, which oh is very Oh, my God, nice. that's so soft and cute. And, like, when someone comes to your island, they bring you a gift, and you give them a gift, or, like, you give people tours. It's very, um, very weirdly social. Do, do you ever go over to someone else's island, and you're like, oh, I don't have the right gift? I do. I have, I've definitely been like, I've forgotten to bring gifts. So gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, like, also getting there, I'm like, this is your core, and I had something that would have, like, really made sense for you. Ugh. Next time. Terrifying. Next time. Next Horrifying. Time. <laughs> now, are there any hot takes about Animal Crossing that you want to get out yeah. into the world right Ooh, now? Okay, I think people need to um, scale down their expectations for the next Animal Crossing because I don't think it will ever be as good. It, and the developers, I think they could come up with a million cool ideas, but the fact that this last one hit at the exact time where everyone on Earth was going to play... I don't think the next time this will come out that I will have, be having parties with my friends. Like, I had my Christmas party in 2020 in Animal Crossing. Yeah, oh I mean, you would have had to. Yeah, yeah, and, like, people came over and we all got drunk in real life and, at my beach bar. Like, it was wild. So I think when people are like, oh, then what can we do in the next one? I'm like, it won't be the same. Yeah, it's of a time and a place. Yeah, it, it's going to live in that. And I'm sure the next one will be good, but if I'm the developers right now, I'm probably shooting my pants. Yeah, well, because it's really hard with stuff like that now, because sometimes I do get nostalgic for when we had time to do stuff like play mm-hmm. uh, Among yeah. Us, which is weird to get nostalgic for an awful time in all of our individual histories. I mean, it makes sense that, like, there was a period of your time where you just got to be very into your hobbies in um, a hyper-fixated way yeah. that now we don't have time for, which is part of the stress of Animal Crossing right now, is I'm like, I have to redo my island, and the I have to do it on stream because it has to be for something at this point because it would be like, yeah. unacceptable for me to like a woman with a job and a partner to be like, I'm going to put a hundred hours into my island. Yeah. 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 It was a time where you could kind of just be as creative as you wanted. Or there were, there were moments where you could be like, Hey, what are you doing right now? Is it nothing? Me too. Let's do something, you know, yeah. very much that like kid during summer 
hey, are you busy? Let's go run around. Now, if you don't time travel, there's something to be said for the game is really designed to be something that you only play for a little bit every day because right. there's only so much you can do. You yeah. can only get the magic rock once a day. Like, right. So, like, when I played it, when my, my old best friend and I used to play it at our old apartment, um, it was just like, you get up in the morning, you have your coffee, we'd have our coffee, and we'd each, like, take our turn making our island better, and then that was it for the day. Yeah. It was just a very, like, you could do it, play it that way. I just feel like the... The hyperfixation Animal Crossing days are probably for most people done. Like I'm sure there are people it will still be that, but it won't be everyone in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dang, dang. All right, we at the end of every episode we like to share our micro fandoms of the week, which we will do in just a moment. But before we do, we would love to talk about how you can support our show. There are many free ways. All of them would be greatly appreciated um, just to help us make sure that more people can hear about all of the lovely fandoms and that we can one day get to the fandoms you love um, and get even more in depth of the ones we've already done. Um, so you can reach out, follow us, uh, send us compliments or thoughts or feelings or queries or dreams at fandomshowpod or at our website, thefandomshow.com. Um, if you could please tell your nerdiest friends, your your fun friends, your enemies, uh, tell everyone um, about <laughs> us. And uh, please, if you could get on your podcast provider of choice that is so helpful for us to get reviews um specifically apple Podcasts is great but anywhere you review podcasts if you can do a rate review subscribe that stuff helps us move up in the charts helps more people discover positive fandom and amazing cool subcultures yeah go on there and uh, tell us your smasher pass for animal crossing absolutely we want to know love to know um yeah Uh, this show will always be free but as we mentioned off the top if you would like to support us monetarily Heck yes. We love it. Uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the fandom show. Uh, and then uh, check out some of our perks. Maybe those interest you. Maybe not. But hopefully they do because uh, we'd love to have you as a supporter of the show. We also have merch. So if you head on over to thefandomshow.tpublic.com, you can get our cartoon faces on your favorite things like shirts and mugs. We also do... Uh, we put things for each episode, so as soon as we're done this episode, I'm going to go home and try to find some fun Animal Crossing shirts to put on there. Yeah. Um, so please head on over there and get some fun T-shirts. Uh, also, you can find us on the From Superheroes Discord, where you can meet other fans, hit us up directly, or just share some fun animal pictures with us. And finally, our theme song is by Yusu Kim, and our logo is by John Blair. So we are at Micro Phantom Sky. What are you fanning about right now? I just read Ducks by Kate Beaton. Um, if you have not heard about this, um, it might have also been mentioned on uh, I High Byli because I got this recommendation from Jocelyn Getty, but this book is lovely. It just recently won Canada Reads, and I believe it is not only the first graphic novel to ever read can- uh, win Canada Reads, it's also the first graphic novel to even make it past the first round. Yeah. Um, and what it's about is the time that Kate Beaton, uh, who you might know from Hark of Vagrant, which is an amazing, amazing webcomic that has Pine two Cone books and Pony, out. Pinecone and Pony, I believe, and, also. Yeah, Pinecone and Pony as well, which is a great great kids show on Apple TV. Um, but she wrote about a couple years that she spent working in the oil sands um, uh, as a way to pay off her student debt and the people she met and what she sort of experienced there as a woman. Um, and it's a really complicated, like it's funny in points, but it's also very dramatic and complicated and like a really beautiful, very Canadian story. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Canadian core. Um, <laughs> and I, I highly recommend anybody reads this book it is just so beautiful it's difficult at times but it is also just like really really beautiful and a very quick read so yeah go go check that out please i beg you um steph what about you well at the time of recording we have just finished what i can only describe as 
a thrilling, just mesmerizing Jeopardy's Masters Tournament. Oh, my God. Uh, if you're not into Jeopardy, that's fair. I don't get it, but that's fair. Um, but this was just a two-week tournament, 10 days, uh, the best of the best of Jeopardy competing against each other in these incredible tournaments. And it's just so fun when you get people at that level of success and, like, confidence with the game where they're just playing and having fun and just ribbing each other. They're so um, kind to each other and like admire each other so much. Really obviously yeah. it's so cool. Yeah and it's just lovely. We got a uh, hometown girl, hometown person, Matea Roach. Matea Roach! Um, competing there. Go watch some of it. It was very delightful and just uh, Ken Jennings forever. Matea, I hope you listen to this podcast. Please come on it. Matea, talk about anything. Talk, talk about, about anything, anything at all. Anything. Oh, we're huge. We Matea love stands. you. All right. All right, Alice. What are you nerding out about this week? Okay, uh, this is very weird, but I've gotten really, really into the local library. And Hell I don't yeah! Know how often you guys check? I don't know. Everyone's library is different, but like. Our library has a sound studio and, like, classes to take on 3D printing, and it just has unlocked this part of me that's like, ooh, what if I learn to do new crafts and exciting things? So just check out your local library, because your tax dollars are probably paying for you to do something that you would genuinely love, and librarians are the best people on the face of the earth. We love libraries. Libraries are so important to Societies, yeah, yeah. they make me feel safe. Yeah, yeah. So you know, just check out your library because uh, people are always trying to defend them and like show show people that you care by just taking out a book. Yeah, it's it's so easy, like, and it's it's so close to you. I I just oh, I love libraries. We love libraries. <laughs> There's yeah, so many opportunities at your local library that you probably didn't know about. And me and my partner Sam keep discovering new things we can do at ours, and it's very exciting. Yeah, Look, you do have a pretty hype library by you. Oh, yeah, I have a great one of the best libraries. libraries. Yeah. Look, having fun isn't hard if you got a library card. <laughs> That's it, baby. Arthur uh, had it right. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, thank you so much for being here. Thank you uh, for having can, me. Where can people find you? Anything you want to plug? Oh, gosh. Uh, I I guess like most on Twitch right now. So twitch.com slash Alice Moran. Hell yeah. Amazing. It's very fun streams. Come on in. Come to the chat. Have a good time. Yeah, just have a vibe. Just have, have a, a good vibe. Uh, thank you so much. Until next time, love the things you love and tell everyone about them. Bye. Bye. The Phantom Show. The Phantom Show is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as web comics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.